0: Welcome to See It and Feel It with Dr. Brett. And I'm Dr. Brett. And today I'm here with David Summers, D1 quarterback. Hey, buddy. Good to see you, man.
1: Good to see you too. Thank you for having me.
0: Awesome, man. So hey, when did you, you know, when did you start playing football? How old were you?
1: Uh, I never ended up playing flag football at a young age. So I think the first year I ended up playing was third grade, was my first year of tackle football.
0: Third grade was the first first year you played? Yeah, third grade was the first year I played. What what other positions did you play besides quarterback? How did this evolution go? You know, how did you wind up being a quarterback?
1: Uh, I mean, at a young age, you kind of play everything. They kind of just rotate kids around. But I was mainly playing quarterback. I played some defense, but linebacker and safety. But I think at the end of the day, the quarterback that they chose for, like, the younger teams was always kind of just whoever had the best arm. And I kind of grew up playing baseball too. I was playing baseball at the time, so I was constantly throwing, and I think that's just kind of how that started.
0: Awesome, you know what? We've never talked about baseball before. What were you center fielder? What were you?
1: Yeah, I played a lot of third base, um, third base, all all around the outfield,
0: all around the outfield as well. How much um did you ever get your arm clocked? What was it? Was it ninety? Were you Uh, able to throw ninety?
1: The only time I ever got clocked was I think eighth grade we went to some big tournament down in georgia and they were they clocked every pitch i think i hit like 78 but that was the only time i got clocked
0: yeah but that's eighth grade or whatever what do you yeah. think if you had to throw a baseball today Dave, what do you think you'd be throwing at
1: i think if i threw a baseball tie, I'd throw my arm out, but, we throw out? Uh, i'd throw my arm out
0: <laughs> but That's funny
1: i um, think i think i could have hit mid 80s if i was really like working at it yeah, I mean with football being like a year round score I never how far like- can
0: you toss a football in the air
1: I think I hit 65 was my farthest I've ever tried 65 yeah I
0: used to throw like 55 in the air that's not bad right Versus oh that's very, was-
1: yeah, yeah. that's very good yeah that's very
0: good yeah, I was only like you know 120 pounds or something, like in high school. Like I, we were probably opposites in high school. Did you get big quick? You know how that worked, the progression.
1: Uh, you talking at a young age? Yeah. Or like ever since college. Uh, yeah, I was always the tallest out of my friends, so I think that kind of played into the quarterback role. But yeah, I mean, I was always a taller kid. Kind of peaked through middle school. And then everyone kind of started catching up to me because i peaked really quick but to this day i'm still i think one of the tallest out of all my friends so got to big this day quick. You're, you're still the what still one of the tallest out of all my friends so yeah you could say i got big pretty quick
0: wow very cool very cool and when did you make the transition from baseball to football did you do both in high school or did you do yeah so i or? grew up
1: i grew up playing football baseball and basketball those are my three sports so every I mean, they never overlapped much when I was younger, at least because it was just different seasons. But then once you get to high school, um, I stopped playing basketball my sophomore year because I had to take visits to colleges in the winter. So that just overlapped. So I never had time to do that. And then baseball, I stopped, I think, the same time because I wanted to just focus on football and throwing a baseball and throwing a football is totally different and would mess with my arm a little bit. Like, I developed bicep tendonitis from baseball.
0: Oh, you mean from uh, like, third base or whatever? The yeah. Bicep tendonitis?
1: A, yeah. yeah, and I used to pitch, too. So it's just a lot of wear and tear in your arm. So I figured it would be yeah, best to totally. not play baseball and just focus on football.
0: So at some point, you made that decision. Is that pretty common? A lot of athletes, they you know, in somewhere in high school, they decide to focus on one sport?
1: Yeah, all my buddies played multiple sports. But at the end of the day, if, like, if you're trying to play one sport in college, you'll see a lot of guys... <laughs> especially if it's football, you'll see a lot of guys stop playing other sports just to focus on football.
0: Yeah, for sure. Football's pretty all-consuming. Was it pretty all-consuming in high school as well? Or, you know, what was that that like?
1: It wasn't all-consuming really around the game. I mean, it's just normal day is school, then practice. But when the season's over, the season's kind of over until sometime in the summer. But when you're trying to play in college, you have to go take visits, go to camps and stuff like that. So it becomes all consuming in that sense, when you're kind of out of season, you have to do everything to get ready for college.
0: Yeah, totally. How did you do, tell us about that college process, what the recruiting is like and when you had to make decisions by, you know, cause we're always trying to help people here on this podcast, right? And there's, you know, so having your perspective could be invaluable potentially.
1: Uh, yeah, I thought the recruiting process was really fun. Uh, it started, I want to say it really picked up after my, or like midway through my junior year because I was starting to have a really good year, started to get an interest from a few schools. Uh, my coach reached out to a few schools, heard back from them. A couple of schools came to actually watch our games. And then right after the season happened, a couple of schools, I think it was Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Yukon, and Maryland came down to see me throw like privately. Hmm. And I had a couple offers before that, but, like small local schools. And then after I threw for them, I got offered by Buffalo that night and then Pittsburgh and Maryland a week later. So those were my first three big offers. And then once I got those, it kind of picked up, I started receiving interest from bigger schools. But I ultimately uh, loved my visit at Maryland And I thought it was the best place for me. So I committed pretty early. I committed in May
0: Mm.
1: for my senior year because I kind of wanted to get out the way. Just focus on my senior year because recruiting is a lot. It's very stressful at times. So I thought Maryland was the best option for me. I committed there. And then they went through some uh, coaching changes. So they fired everybody on staff, brought a new coach. And the new coach basically told us that it'd be better if we found another school to go to. So I ended up decommitting from there. And And that was on
0: the recommendation
1: of the new coach? It was kind of unspoken. Got it. That it'd be better to look elsewhere. Um, But reached out to a few schools, Syracuse. I had some connections here. Took a visit, I think in January, and then committed right after that.
0: Wow. And what was the transition like, you know, coming out of high school into college? you have to get there a little earlier than everybody else as well because football starts probably in august yeah
1: yeah so i left high school i think two weeks early to come up here and start working out with the team and then i went back for my graduation for a weekend and then came right back here so i was there from may into june july august and then the season started and then i'm not back till december so it's it's a grind i mean half the year you're working out or getting ready for your season
0: yeah it's pretty intense at the d1 level i'm coaching a bunch of d1 athletes as you know i mean it's pretty amazing how all in it is and all consuming it is you know and some of the kids that i work with they're you know they're they have the decision to make you know do they want to like play d1 ball or not and then you know for some of them it's you know if they're that good it's a no-brainer but if they're sort of on the margin, then then they have to decide, well, do they want more freedom in their college experience or not, right? Because- yeah, um,
1: I've had a few friends like that. I mean, I've had a couple of buddies on the border about either walking on or playing college football. A lot of them, it happens after like a year just of college without football, you realize you kind of miss it. So I've had a bunch of people reach out to me, they're like, uh, should I play football? Like. Is it worth it? And, I mean, you got to see it from their perspective. I mean, if you don't really love the game, especially football, you're it's going to be a long time for you. I mean, a lot of guys can take a year off and not really think much about it, but coming back and then really realizing how like a, much of a grind it is and how much your life revolves around football is a shocker to a lot of people.
0: <laughs> I can see that. Um, what's the transition like in the off season, you know, when you go from all that intensity to like now football's over, what's that like?
1: Uh, so after the season ends, we have about a month break. We go home for the holidays and whatever, until all the students come back, we come back with them. So we're not back early in the off season. And then the first two months we'll really just lift four days a week because I think The NCAA mandates that you can only do certain things during the off season. So we keep to those requirements, just live four days a week, weekends off. And then sometime in the middle of March, we start spring ball, which is just 15 practices over the course of a month. So it's every other day. And it's like two hours of practice. You kind of just get back a bunch of new kids come in, a bunch of the incoming freshmen come in early it's kind of a great time to like prove yourself. So
0: in spring ball, the freshmen that, you know what I mean, that are going to be there in August, they actually come and join you guys. So the high school seniors?
1: Um, About half of each recruiting class usually comes early. So they'll enroll early in the university. So then once you're enrolled, you can start practicing. So we usually get half the class that's incoming in the spring and then the other half in the summer.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't know that. So so is that are they is that six months after high school ends for them or is that early before high school ends how is that that's, work?
1: that's early before high school ends so wow that's halfway through their senior year wow is that what you did
0: or you just came like a couple months later i just i
1: just came as soon as i could i mean because i transferred schools it made it harder for me to get all the credits i need that quick especially with that, like, if you want to do that, you want to plan to do that from basically your sophomore year. So you can have everything laid out. So it's possible. I thought about doing it, but I would have had to like double up on all my classes. Got it. It didn't really seem like it was possible.
0: Yeah. And then that sounds super, super intense. So what are the good parts here and what are the challenging parts and, you know, what's your wisdom for those that are, you know, Following not necessarily in your tracks, but are you know committing to a you know a d1 sport in general.
1: Uh, I think the biggest thing I can say is just take your time and be patient, especially with all the recruiting stuff because the last thing you want to do is get talked into committing to a school that you don't really love. You got to make sure that the school fits you not only for football but academically you have a good feel if you like it close to home, if you wanna get away from home, you gotta deal with all those factors. But, and then once you get there, like just still be patient. I mean, everyone comes in and wants to play right away, but usually that's not the outcome. Usually you're gonna be pretty low on the depth chart. You just gotta work hard every day and try to move up.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty hard part, right? Cause you go from high school where you're a big star, right? And then you transition to, college and now you're not you know now you got to almost start over again in some respects, right? Thanks for watching See it and feel it with Dr. Brett and stay tuned for part 2 of this interview. Remember to like, subscribe and share with a friend.